Did you know that nearly 30% of parents and grandparents have injured themselves by simply lifting, carrying, or playing with their children or grandchildren? Is it possible that as we get older, that we can build the strength and stamina to keep up with our kids and grandkids? Welcome to Body Sculpt of New York, six weeks to fitness podcast, where we hope to inform, motivate, encourage, and inspire you to live a healthier lifestyle. And now, here's your host, the president of Body Sculpt of New York, Vince Ferguson. Hi, welcome to Six Weeks of Fitness, episode 209. Thank you so much for joining me today. My next guest believes that everyone should be able to get up and down from the ground without pain and be able to pick up their kids and grandkids without throwing out their backs. He is the owner and operator of Thrive Training in Irvine, California, and his specialty is working with adults over 40 years of age. So let's welcome Oliver Nam to my Six Weeks of Fitness podcast. Oliver, how are you? I'm good. So thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to kind of share my experience and uh, what's worked, and uh, I appreciate you having me on. No, it's a pleasure to have you. Let me tell you, it really is a pleasure to hear from you all the way from Irvine, California. <laughs> yeah, California, West Coast. You know, yeah. it's, uh, <laughs> that's the beauty of this uh, technology, right? I know, really, man, it really is. But before we begin to discuss and learn more about your expertise, tell my audience, where did you grow up and what was your childhood like? You know, I grew up, uh, I was born in Anaheim. My family soon after moved to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, my dad and mother, they owned a Sizzler restaurant back in the day. Nice. So I was a cool kid in school for about 10 years in Albuquerque. And then uh, we moved <laughs> down to San Diego. So um, in San Diego, my dad, um, just small business owner. We grew up there. I went to Ranch Bernardo High School. Uh, played orchestra, did wrestling in high school, and nice. eventually came up to UC Irvine. And I, I, I got stuck in this bubble of Orange County, which I love now, and uh, just kind of growing my family here now with the business. Nice, nice, nice. That's awesome, man. But what did you study at UC um, Berkeley? UC, UC Irvine. UC, UC uh, Irvine, yes. Yeah, UC Irvine. I was actually a sociology major. Um, I was... I started initially, which was kind of funny, I started as an arts major for orchestra to play in their orchestra. Really? Uh, yeah, I was playing cello for like six, seven years. And then uh, I, I just, you know, I wasn't smart enough to get into like the bio and the chem for UC Irvine. So I got in with the arts. Okay. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then I graduated in sociology. But the whole goal um, back in the day in my college years was to do physical therapy. Huh. I wanted to be that guy on the on the NBA team who was the physical therapist. Yeah, I hear that. Uh, you know, but uh, <laughs> you know, it changed. I couldn't. I could. I, I decided not to go that PT route. And uh, after years of being an aide as a physical therapy aide, I just I had a knack for it. My detail, the my training eye, and hmm. I just connected well with adults that were going through you know post rehab, uh, post rehab stuff like that. Nice. So I, I would say that you're right where you belong right now, correct? Oh, man. I, I truly am. I was fighting it for years. You know, I thought there was always something better that I was going to find. But um, I, I, I truly, I mean, you took the words right out of my mouth. I, I think I am right where I belong. Yeah. 
<laughs> but was there any particular reason that you focused on the over 40 population? Um, I, like most people, we go through injuries and I was thinking about this and uh, I wrote a book about it. It's when I was younger, I was probably in elementary school or middle school. Um, I, I was in Taekwondo and nice. one, yeah, one guy did a backbreaker on me. And I still, whenever I talk about it or think about it, I still remember like the feelings, the body got hot. I was unable to move. I could hear the little crack when he did it. Wow. If you felt a backbreaker, you know, literally WWF stuff. And he was a bigger kid. Um, that just accumulated over time for me. And I had lower back injuries huh. where I was unable to move. I was on the floor. I couldn't go to things. I couldn't go to events during college. And uh, there was a point in my life after college where, where I was like, I have to fix myself so I can fix others because I don't want people to feel the pain that I'm feeling right now. Huh. And uh, that's wow. what prompted me to do uh, adults over 40 uh, personal training. Wow. So that was basically yeah. your aha moment, huh? When that happened? Yes. And it was, like we said before, it was an accumulation, yes. right? It was an accumulation of, why is my back hurt? I'm missing this event. Why is my back hurt? I'm on the floor. You know, I don't even want to go up, get up to go to the bathroom because it hurts too much. Hmm. So all those, uh, all those missed events with my friends and family, um, I knew I wanted a family of my own. Right. So I didn't want to be that that guy that couldn't do things with their kids. That was my fear. Uh, so, yeah, I went deep into this rabbit hole of training and personal training and and, try, and figured it all out uh, for myself and for our team and for our members, which is great right now. Almost definitely, because most of your members are over 40, correct? Absolutely. We're about 80% uh, female okay. uh, between the ages of 55 and 65. Wow. Yeah, yeah it's, it's awesome. It's awesome to come in and work every day. And I would say that they're probably, most of them are, you know, parents and grandparents, right? Exactly. They yeah. are. They are. Yeah. And as I was saying, I was stating earlier about the fact that 30% of parents and grandparents are suffering injuries <clears throat> trying to play with their kids and grandkids. <laughs> you know, and you said that 30%, I was like, it's to me, I guess because I deal with it every day. Um, that's my fear. So it's constantly in my mind. I thought it would have been like, not, to, I thought it would be like 50% because I hurt my back carrying my kids. I hurt my neck trying to play with my kids. Um, uh, so to, just to hear that percentage, it's legit 30%. That's still scary. It is. Right? It is. It is very much so. And I, I, will, yeah. um, I will say that that number I got, I think it was basically based on like two or three years ago, okay? Yeah. It might have yeah. been increased by, by now, you know? And I, I, had a, um, I had a gentleman, he's a grandparent, and he asked me, he came to me, he said, Vince, do you know of any exercises I can do to help me? Because he likes like to, like to play with his grandkids. And when he's on the floor, he has a hard time getting up. <laughs> you know? So what would you tell someone like that? And why is that so common today? I think it's a lifestyle. I think people, you know, as we get older, we have the fear of falling and then breaking something, say their hip. 
And they, you know, that means it's hospital and then bedridden. And then, you know, we don't want to go that route. So uh, people try to stay away from the floor. Rather, we should be able to move on the floor and, and understandably so, it's scared to get on the floor because we just try to get away from it. Um, but if we can ground ourselves, if we can use our feet on the floor, if we can sense what we're supposed to do, um, I think it'll, it'll take a lot of fear out of training and, and then we'll be able to open our minds and our hearts about how to properly train, right? Right. Um, have you heard of dynamic neuromuscular stability, so DNS type of training? Does that basically um, involve some of functional fitness? It is functional fitness all the way that starts all the way down from when you're an infant. So as we grow up, say we start at stage one as an infant, we're rolling on our back. We eventually roll to our stomach and then we go into quadruped to all fours, right? Because oh. we learn how to stabilize our spine off of gravity hmm. and then we move our head. So a lot of our training will start with DNS. We'll go from the back. We'll go to the stomach, learn how to breathe, move our extremities, and then go into all fours and then kneeling, right? Because when a baby starts to walk, what do they do? They kneel on their knees right. and they use the couch or, you know, your hands to stand up. Right. And then yeah. we start to train and then use cables and kettlebells and dumbbells, hmm. right? So that progression is, progression, yeah. yeah, that system, we have to, you know, for you and I, we can we can go deep into that rabbit hole of you know logistics and detail work. But for the most for most of the population, yeah. they just need it simple, digestible. Yeah, need small wins, right? Most um, definitely, yes. So teaching them how to roll on the floor and get onto their elbow and then to their knees—that's a huge win for them. But mm. to you know break it down for them and make sure that there there's no residual pain—that's where the light bulb moment goes and you're like ah i can do this yeah change their, change their life man change their life for real most definitely but it's amazing how many people don't do that and are afraid to even you know do something like that you know because again as you get older we all have kids and grandkids i know i do and you want to be able to play with them and enjoy them you know you want to be you don't want to be the old man sitting in the chair while your kids are running around you you know what I'm oh. saying? Yeah, that's a that's a huge fear because you lose out of, out of those experiences and those memories. Yes. And then, I mean, I I've I've gone into this like with vision, like my own vision statements and my like my future five years. Like, I don't want to be just like you said that man sitting on a chair unable to move. So I want to create those memories with my kids and their friends and yes. the parents. Like, it's a whole village that I want to be a part of. And so if we can train people to do that and it's a win-win for everybody Golden. You know? and it really is and to hear that you focus on that at your at, at thrive that's really it's so necessary you know so i would imagine that your gym is doing quite well because you're actually filling a, a very important need as we as we age right absolutely yeah and there's a lot of people that can use that service which is great and so I, I really, I can't imagine that people aren't knocking down your door trying to get in to take advantage of, you know, what you have to offer. You know, 
It is. It's, I think for you and I, because we're in the industry, we know how important it is, right? Yes, we do. But, but I like to, I think like our special powers as trainers, as fitness enthusiasts, and, and just people who try to change lives is our empathy toward each other, right? And our ability to see, put, get into somebody's footsteps and in their shoes and say, okay, you're dealing with your career. You're dealing with your own family and your own relationship issues, your, your nutrition, your lack of movement. Coming into a gym, even though they know it's good for them, still creates, creates anxiety and fear <laughs> and their self-doubt, yes. right? So I think it's, yes, we know how important it is. Yes, we get a lot of, you know, leads coming in and asking questions. But man, the mental game that they play by themselves that's where it has to start from, like believing and having that empowerment. Uh, and that's like huge. Interesting, because I was, I was wondering about that as far as the misconceptions that you have to deal with when people, when, when people come into your gym. Um, because I, I would imagine most of them have probably never worked out a day in their life, or they might have worked out when they were kids, but uh -huh. now it's so totally removed from them. Now you got to kind of, encourage them right and for sure for sure that support um the the empathy that we we give to people yeah. when they start i mean sometimes i mean they've worked out last time they worked out consistently was in covid three years ago three years ago right right so hmm. you know if you don't use it you lose it and it's yes. definitely you lose it faster than you ever really think, you know, and uh, when they try to go up the stairs or when they start playing in the playground now with their kids, they're like, oh, I used to run two miles a day. Now yeah. it's like, oh, man, I can't run a mile. Yes. Wow. Deconditioned just that quick, you know. Now, do you recommend that your clients work out with weights? Definitely. I think uh, weights, uh, external load. Mm -hmm. Whether it's dumbbells, kettlebells, theraband, um, I think that's all necessary because we have to put our joints, our ligaments, our tendons, our body in adaptation mode. And the only way to do that is through external load. Uh, but when I say that, I, I want people to understand that my 20-pound dumbbell could be your three-pound dumbbell, and it can create the same like resistance change and adaptation right. as each other, right? So my 20 is not gonna, not gonna equal your 20. It could be way too much for you, right? And that's right. our job to figure out which is proper for your, for where your body is currently. Hmm. So there's like an assessment period. You Definitely. Right? We, we, we start with an initial consult and uh, that initial consult will do an assessment. We'll go through your health history. We'll go through any injuries that you're, you're dealing with. And then we'll also obviously go through scheduling. The schedule is like probably our number one hurdle that we deal with people. Because um, if they're 50, between 55 and 65, they're working. They're, they're hustling for their family or for their career. Right. So to get a one hour workout, they have to create a two hour gap because drive time, they're one way and 30 minutes to the other. Right, right. You know? So yeah. 
Um, yeah, the assessment is huge because we want to make sure that we meet you where you're at when we pro when we write a program for you. Yeah, so, yeah, that makes sense because not everyone is in the, at the same place, regardless of their age, right? Absolutely, absolutely. That's so true. So, what about? I know in my my experience is women are more intimidated when it comes to weights than men. Have you found mm -hmm. that to be the case at, at Irvine? Absolutely. It's uh, it's. I mean, this is where the empathy comes into play, right? When women typically, I'm just speaking generally, they'll go to a big box gym. Uh, they'll look at all the weights and the dumbbells and the barbells and <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not going to pick that up. So what do they do? <laughs> they go upstairs and they go on the treadmill and they just sit on the treadmill for 45 minutes. Exactly. Right? Yes. <laughs> and that is just cardiovascular is just one subsystem of the body. Right. right? So to give them a place where they have no anxiety or no fear and everybody, you know, comes in and knows their name already. When somebody comes in new, we're going to, we write on our door, welcome to thrive. And we'll put your name Vince really? right there. So they know it's, know that this is the door to go through. That's we'll nice. have somebody waiting for you, shake your hand and give you a tour. You that know, that so kind of, yeah, that breaks down the barrier and the fear. Uh, yes. Pretty quickly. Yes, 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 yes. And do you assign a particular trainer to them, or do they pick the trainer? Yeah. Uh, no, I'll do that after the consult with them. Um, currently, we have four other trainers, and uh, the trainers have their own specialties, but we all have the same core values, right? So, yes. I don't want you know somebody doing a, I don't know, a heavy deadlift and in one corner and a crossfitter on the other side and a yogi doing the, something else. We all have to speak the same language. Uh, hmm. So they go through an internship with myself. And then that way we know that we're speaking the same language. We're trying to teach the same lessons. Um, so based off of, I try, to, I try to get to know our trainers as best as I can. What motivates them? What are their fears? How do they communicate? And then try to pair that up but we all work as a team. That's our number one thing. Uh, so if you come in here as a member, it's team Vince. Like all of us are here for you, depending on what your body's going through. Absolutely. That is so cool. I never heard of that concept before. You know, that is really, truly nice. You know? Yeah. Huh. So again, when it comes to women, so how do you um, take away their fears? I know the first thing is you're going to make them feel comfortable. You know, yeah. they're in good hands. Right. Yep. So how do you introduce weight training to them? I think it's uh, what's worked best for us is giving them what they want and then giving them what they need and sprinkle that in. Right. So if they want, typically women come in, um, they want to trim their, their triceps, their back, you know, the back of their yeah. arms. Yeah. They want to trim their stomach. You know, they don't like their thighs or whatever it is. So we'll get them to feel how we can create stability and flexibility in those areas. So we can start, hey, see, this is what it's supposed to feel like when you start to trim and we'll give them proper weight where they can deal with because they, most often, more often than not, they've tried to do tricep extensions and skull crushers and all that. So they're yeah. comfortable. Um, and then we'll go into the, onto the floor, you know, let's get onto the floor, let's breathe on the floor, let's do an open book, a stretch. And then let's see if you can do a plank and then sprinkle in these small little things where they learn how to brace their spine 
and then we're always educating like this is for this and this is why and once i mean these are adults they're educated so yeah. if you speak to them as an adult and simplify it they'll get it they'll comprehend it and they'll be like okay i, I can get this and they won't be so scared right which is uh very important <laughs> very important. yes very important but then you do get those ones like just kick my butt i just want to sweat i want to lose my belly fat let's go and then those people are like okay green light let's just do that and then we'll do some correctives we'll sprinkle some corrective exercises in those type of workouts hmm. very good very good do you emphasize heavy weight training as well or just strictly light weights with the, with the uh, you know adult population uh they have to be programmed so we'll start off with uh like we have our human movement a pyramid of human movement and at the base of it the foundation is mobility stability and neuromuscular control once they get that then we can start programming them with uh sets and reps of lighter weights to medium weights okay say let's say six weeks and then when once we start to ramp them up then they'll do sets of you know a five by five set right five sets of five reps at a heavier weight not for the whole year, hmm. not for like eight months or 10 months. It'll be like for like six weeks, right? And then let the body rest, adapt, and then do another program for six weeks. Um, typically, and this is my job, we call it a KRA, my key results area. Mm -hmm. My KRA would be to figure out what their schedule is. Are they going to go to Hawaii in December so they want to trim down? So we'll write a program out just for that so they can start burning the most fat, getting the, more, the most muscle tone for that trip because that's all they're thinking about. That's what they want. Right. Uh, so there's, yeah, that's where the strategy comes into play. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So you check out, you go according to their, what their goals are, right? Uh-huh. What their, their schedule. Their schedule, exactly. What is the um, typical amount of length of time that you work with a client? Oh, like how long do they stay with us? Yes, in other words, yes. <laughs> we've, we've had clients here, you know, 11, 12 years. I think our longest standing member here has been with us for 13 years. Really? Well, how long have you yeah. been in business? I should ask you that. How long have you been in business? We opened up during COVID, this brick and mortar. So we've been here just over three years. Yeah. Uh, but I've been training since... And I was trying to think about it the other day, probably 2007, 2000, yeah, 2007, 2008. And yeah, yeah that's when I said, I don't want to do physical therapy. I'm going to commit to personal training. My name is Linda Dobbs, and I am now retired, three years retired. Oliver and I just celebrated our eighth anniversary together. Ooh so excited about that. But at the age of 58, I realized my bone density was going southbound very quickly. I did not have the strength that I used to have. I did not have the agility. I felt like I wasn't as stable and as strong as I really needed to be to be safe. So at 58, I made the decision to take a canceled appointment that my husband gave me with Oliver and had my first workout of my entire life. And I loved it. it. I look forward to, to working out here 
uh, two days a week, sometimes three days a week, as, as I tell all of our energy is what I'm all about. I, I must have it. That's what keeps me going. So uh, it's critical that I have these appointments with Oliver, but I love them and I look forward to them. It gives me energy just thinking about it. And I always walk away with, with more energy. Do you do online as well? Yes. That's the beauty of uh, COVID. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we, we, during COVID, I was training online. And then now that we have a brick and mortar, people go on their vacation. Right. Um, so if they're stuck at home, they don't want to get out or, you know, we have pretty good weather, but they ever don't want to come in here. Uh, we just hop on and do a virtual session and they know the, they know the protocol, right? The yeah. camera eight feet away. We need to see the full body, have a yoga mat, have your, all your equipment right there. And, and <laughs> we've been pretty good at being clear and concise with our instructions. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they and they're able to follow your instructions to the team. That's important, yeah. you know. Yes. Yeah. And all right. So what, what about nutrition, Oliver? How important is nutrition? And do you guys teach nutrition to your yes. clients? You yes, know? absolutely. We, you know, just you know, this nutrition is like 80, 90 percent of fitness. Um, I agree. I, yeah, like we have a Lamborghini. We have to get proper fuel in that Lamborghini. You can just get regular 87 unleaded, right? So uh, we have a registered dietitian on board. Um, she's been doing it for years. And her main thing is building that relationship with food for people and helping that build that, you know, not fear with food, but hey, this type of food will cause this. Your body type is this or your activity level is going to be high this week. So <laughs> let's up the calories. Um don't worry about the carbs. The carbs are part of, you know, your body needs carbs to break down and, you know, transport proteins. Um, but we try to do that as much as we can with Whitney, our registered dietitian. Um, and then just kind of drip on them, like teach them how to properly eat for pre-workouts, but most importantly for recovery uh, when they leave. Hmm. Excellent, excellent. Now, on your website, you, on your website, you have, we help people to lose weight. Let's see, we help people to lose weight and gain strength without fad diets or harsh workouts, which I, I like, you know, that you have that. When you say harsh workouts, are you, what kind of workouts are you talking about? I think the easiest way to describe it is when a person is done with their workouts, we don't want them to be lying on the floor in a puddle of sweat, completely exhausted, yeah. walking out the door, like poor posture, just annihilated. Yes. That's not the way to go. I, you know, for some people, you know, yeah. I used to be like that. Yeah, uh, me too. I had, <laughs> I had other things to do during the day. And Thank I have you. to be somewhat there. You know? Yes. Yeah. Um, so when we don't want that type of workout okay. at times, not to say that we don't want that at times, but for the majority of the workouts they do, we want to let them leave with postural integrity, walking tall, feeling the forward. Very good. That's yes. huge. Yeah, it's huge, and yes. it, we want them to feel refreshed, but exhausted, to, and knowing that they did some work, we want them to feel stabilized in their joints. You know, if they're coming in with pain, 
Uh, we want them to feel stimulated mentally that yes. they actually did something good for them and they learned something new uh, because that's part of fitness. Uh, but yeah, harsh workouts are, I mean, to me personally, they're overrated because I don't care about the intensity of that one workout. I care that you can come in consistently and work out uh, throughout the months and the years. And that's what's going to build health. Right. And, and that you'll be around to enjoy your life for years to come as well. With family and friends, with right? Family and friends. Exactly. So you don't subscribe to that no pain, no gain. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I hate to say complete no, but uh, yeah, I just, that's, that's <laughs> the uh, old mindset that I just kind of, putting in the side right now yeah right right right, right. <laughs> that's the mindset that i grew up with you know what i mean for sure for sure but, and but I, yeah. I think it's it, it's a it, there's advantage advantages to that right <laughs> you can use that at some point but not all the time oh most no most definitely and, and it's not for everybody you know and it's not for everybody and i'm, I'm sure that's what that, that's what puts a lot of fear in the women thinking that you're gonna they're gonna be, you know, not only exhausted, but in a lot of pain after lifting weights. You know, you want to yeah. relay those fears. Yeah, they're they're not gonna want to come in and knowing that they're gonna leave with pain later. No, that's, just, that's not consistent workouts. They won't come back. Correct. <laughs> you know, won't come back. We so, need you back. Exactly. Exactly. Now, where can my audience find out more about Oliver Nam and Thrive Training in Irvine? Uh, we are website is thrivetraininginirvine.com nice all our social media handles are at thrive training irvine uh, we try to update that multiple times during the week uh, we have um workshops throughout and you know we have a newsletter that i write out minimum three times a week nice. uh, to our members and to all the people who are interested in before just so we can stay toma and my team always makes fun of me because I use so many acronyms, but TOMA is top of mind awareness. Oh, okay. Right? Thank you. Top of mind awareness. Top of, yeah. Top of mind awareness because if they're just, if they don't have that person telling them or in their head, drink the water, get some hmm. movement, stretch out that pack, fix the head position, get good posture, they're just going to fall back into those bad habits. So uh, hmm. newsletters. Um, I just send that out and if people want, they can just email me at Oliver at thrivetraininginirvine.com and we put you on and we just give you information and education. Very, very good. Very good. So what yeah. advice, if, so, if, I came, if someone came to you and they're, let's say they're 50, 60 years old, female, and they want to get into, into shape, They've been, they haven't worked out in years, but they're afraid, you know, they, they need some kind of uh, assurance that you know what you're doing, that you can help them? What would you say to them? Um, what would I say to somebody who's coming in first who needs that reassurance? Yes. I think the biggest thing that people need to understand is when they take that first step, it's blind faith, right? But I would rather them take a step toward one direction, whether it's with us or not, uh, just because it's not saying still standing still is not going to do them any good, right. right? They have to go into a direction and then figure out if this is the right place or the right team for me. 
and then adjust as needed, right? Because you're going to spend either time, energy, or money trying to get fit. Hmm. You know, you spend time, you spent years not moving, that's why you're deconditioned. Spending energy now figuring out who you're going to work with and what team you're going to work with. Now it's time to commit, put in some money um, that that you're able to consistently, not just for the one month, but consistently work out and know why you're doing it. Um, I guess it's a layered type of answer for you, but yeah, make a move. Make a move. But I agree. And what you said, one one word you said, a few words. Know your why. You know? Oh yeah. Why yeah. are you doing this? You know? Because I believe that once you know your why, that's going to give you the intrinsic motivation to get up and sure. Okay? And yeah. so I always try to stress that. And man, let me just say that I appreciate you coming on. So Oliver Nam, on behalf of my organization, Body Scope of New York and Six Weeks of Fitness, I truly want to thank you for coming on my show today. Thanks so much, man. This was fun. I'd love to do it again. And if you're able to, we'd love to have you on our podcast. I'm going to send you out an invitation, and uh, I appreciate that so much. Oh, no, it'll be my pleasure, man. And uh, if I'm ever out there in California again, I'll stop by. Oh, absolutely. More than welcome. <laughs> now, to my listeners, I truly hope this program was informative, encouraging, and inspiring, that you will continue tuning in to my Six Weeks of Fitness podcast. And if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for the show, please leave them in the comment section below or email me at vince6weeks.com. And please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, we don't stop exercising because we grow old. We grow old because we stop exercising.